the college football experience way too early week eight preview on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by win bet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time and chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment, Coors Light. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win a million dollars. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. Way too early week eight college football preview. This is part two. So we're just going to dive right into this thing. No introductions. Patty C NC Nick. I'm here. Well, if that, maybe that is an introduction. I don't know, but um, here we are. We're on pick 13. We've already kept, uh, make sure you check out the first episode where we went through the top 12 games of week eight. Yes, we are covering every single college football week on the college football experience. Way too early edition. We also have a ton of other content. Make sure you subscribe to the college football experience. Cause we got it covered for you. Everything college football, 365 days of the year. All right. Um, all right. Pick 13's on me guys. And I'm going to take us to Berkeley, California, do some acid, Patty C. All right. Do some acid over there. Look, Colorado at California guys. This is a huge look. If Colorado is going to have a good year, they need to win this game. And if, and to me, if Cal is going to be a player in the PAC 12 North, this is, this is a game they got to win. There's no, no if, ands or buts about it because both, this is a great opportunity for both teams. Colorado got dealt a horrible road schedule. All right. They're at Arizona state. They're at Cal. They're at Oregon. And by the way, this is, and then at UCLA and at Utah. So they get five away games and probably you can make a case that, I mean, for all you know, this could be the top five teams in the pac 12 they're playing um, on the road. So this is a back-to-back stretch. They get at Cal and then at Oregon. I'll put it like this. If Colorado is going to have a successful season, they need to win one of those at Cal at Oregon. You said, and your best chance is this one. Yeah, definitely. Your best chance is this one. So another reason why is because that week before Cal is is going to be playing the ducks in Autzen. So I think good spot for, for Colorado to maybe get them after a big win, if they can pull off an upset, but either way, Colorado at Cal, I think this is a big game for both. I mean, you, you, you bring up b- both these teams, Colorado, by the way, bringing back a, a ton of 83% of the roster is back. That's like top 10 among power five, which will make it interesting. Cause the first half of their schedule is kind of brutal. No, they have a brutal schedule that I almost think that it's almost imp- like, despite how good they were last year, they almost, yeah. you know, play for the PAC 12 championship, but you look at it. That road schedule is brutal. 
Right. Well, so, I'll say this before that though. Uh, I mean, when you play said 11 power five, their road schedule, you said, or their, their, cause five of their first six games are at home. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying in general, Colorado's road schedule, getting potentially five, they, they, they could use just one Arizona or something on that schedule or, or, or even a, a Oregon state or something where I know it's, it's still tough, but, yeah. but you're playing That's true. All five of their road games are very losable. Yeah. And they're all crazy different terrains too. Like I, it's just, a, I, I feel like that's a brutal road schedule. Uh, and the fact they look who they get from the North, man, they, they, they really got a, a I would say, they I think Cal, Cal, Washington. Oregon, no Cal, Oregon, Washington, Oregon state, right? It's tough. I think there's a chance that Stanford and Wazoo are in the basement of the PAC 12 North. If I had to project it, that's probably what I would do. So to me, they're getting their top four teams of the PAC 12 North. We'll see about Oregon state, but I, I certainly think three of the top probably four teams in uh, Washington, Oregon and uh, Cal and Cal. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what do you think of uh, Colorado at Cal? Uh, you know, Boulder versus Berkeley. I'm not sure which uh, student body is more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Who can take more edibles? <laughs> That's a good question. But I like both football teams. I mean, both should be bowling here. It should be a fun game. Should be a close game. Uh, and it, yeah, it means a lot in, in both of the, you know, PAC 12 North and South races. Uh, and it's always kind of fun to watch, you know, the two, di- a, a team from each division play each other that maybe doesn't play every year. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I feel like if Colorado is going to have a, if Colorado is going to make a bowl, this is, this is a must win. I feel like state flagship schools from two very proud Western States. Gotta like that. There you go. There you go. Pick 14 NC Nick. It's on you. Let me take you back to a weekday. And uh, this game was great last year. SMU won in overtime 37 to 34 at Tulane. Uh, yeah. So this time is Tulane at SMU Thursday night. Uh, again, we got two bowl caliber teams squaring off on a Thursday. Uh, SMU has won six in a row, but four of those six games were by less than a touchdown. So, you know, this game is going to be close. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's got Thursday by itself. Well, that's what the, in a way the AAC has kind of become like the PAC 12 where, I mean, yes, I guess South Florida would be the only like, but I feel like every game is like, okay, it's, it's, if Navy Tulane, SMU, yeah, Tulsa, that's a competitive you know, it's conference. like, everyone's like, geez, like it's going to be a great game to watch, but uh, the carnage I think might be too much. Um, and but, all those teams would put up a, a, a decent fight in a new year six game. Yeah. They're not, they're not just like competitive amongst themselves. They're nationally kind of competitive. Well, the teams. AAC is going to have their chance. This, I feel like more than any year. Yeah. This year they're really going to have their uh, a chance to prove themselves. Tulane gets Oklahoma and Ole Miss. SMU gets TCU, which they get often. SMU I think won the last time they played. Uh, Cincinnati getting Indiana and Notre Dame. Uh, UCF only gets Boise, but still Boise's Boise. Yeah. Right. Uh, Some somewhat high profile e- games. ECU welcomes South Carolina. Yeah, they're capable of winning. Uh, that that's that's a huge opportunity for ECU. Uh, South Florida, they yes, they were dog shit last year, but they welcome Florida. If they can just play good in that, that could be a big game for for, for, for the AAC. Yeah. We we've touched on Navy gets Notre Dame, which they get all the time. Maybe they can play them better this year. But I think it's a huge year for the AAC. Temple, by the way, Temple Rutgers. That game just got moved to opening Thursday. Fuck yeah, really? Yeah, opening yes. college football Thursday. So a big opportunity in the AAC for a lot of these teams. So, and I think this, this year's schedule really uh, it's surprising how many teams are on the road playing at the AAC team. 
So, boom. Should should Upping be interesting. Tulsa, Tulsa plays at Ohio State. Power. Uh, Tulsa plays at Ohio State. Any chance Tulsa hangs tough with Ohio State? No. I like Tulsa this year, but that's probably a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Tulane SMU. I like this game. I'm excited to watch this game and I think it, it should be fun. Um, and by the way, Houston, Texas tech that's in Houston. So that's AAC has got a lot of nice matchups. Um, all right. Well, pick 15 Patty C it is on you. Where are you going? Well, I'm going to go a little surprise here. And just because it's a new coach, who's bringing something that hasn't been in old Rocky top for quite a while. And that is a potentially explosive <laughs> I, offense. I could give a shit of this game. <laughs> this is okay. Go on. Well, it's a traditional rivalry. Third fucking Saturday of October, <laughs> baby. Give me Tennessee going to the crimson tide. They're going to get their ass kicked, but I want to see hype will put up a nice little fight here. With all these new transfer quarterbacks, someone is going to emerge. Dude, this <laughs> is not the 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 whatever number this is. What 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 pick is this? Pick this fifteen. I well, dude. look. Sometimes I just want to see two fucking gigantic <laughs> fan bases at flagship SEC schools squaring off, and there's there's excitement in the air at Tennessee for the first time in a fucking long time. And what? Well, they I'm sure a, they had that excitement last season. They thought they were going to have a great season. <laughs> well, right. Well, let me say that, that, that's true. That's every season. They're like the Redskins fans. They think if they win one game, they're can, going to can the Super Bowl. I, I'm just, hey, reigning <laughs> NFC East champions. Thank you. There you go. All right. So what you're hoping for is a 2015. All right. But that's not going to happen. I doubt. Look, look at these scores. 48, 17 Bama last year, 35, 13, the year before 58, 21, the year before 45, seven, the year before 49, 10, the year before. Now, okay. Maybe it was a little too high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are just straight ass kickings. There's only been two within within seven points in like the past 20 years. I feel if like if it was on Rocky top, maybe this would be a, a more interesting Tennessee game. hasn't won this game since Oh six. <laughs> okay. So they're the Saban's undefeated against them. I well, think. And right defense, yeah. I mean, we're really getting to the point in this week where there's not a whole lot out there, no, Granted, I, ha- I had this way down 28. So I agree early. There's better. But like I have zero interest in watching this football well, look, game. I will, oh, no, I'm not gonna yeah. watch. It. <laughs> well, you you will fucking watch it if it's close. It's it, not gonna be close. Yeah. Look, if this, if we if just this game that is close, is, yeah, <laughs> if is a big if, right? But if this game is close in the fourth quarter, or uh, San Diego State versus Air Force is close in the fourth quarter, which one are you turning on? But but, here, but what's the likelihood that San Diego State and Air Force will be close in the fourth quarter? Uh, I would say that's uh, like a ninety-five percent chance. <laughs> where whereas this game has just been shit a shit fest for the past fifteen years. Um, Fair enough. Look, I, I, have have uh, San Diego State or Air Force won national championships in our lifetime? Look, there's no real national championship. Has Tennessee in and lifetime. Alabama won national championships uh, in our not lifetime? Not really. It was uh, <laughs> invitational. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and it's at Bama. It, maybe if it was in Rocky Top, yeah. This one is at Bama. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter where it's at. It could be played on the moon. <laughs> uh, Alabama is going to be asleep at the wheel, and Josh Heupel's got a thing up his sleeve. This is Lane Kiffin 2.0. Only he's going <laughs> to seal the deal. Look, Jeff Levy, fucking UCF, went and gave it to Nick Saban's defense. Josh Heupel, UCF, but that was in Oxford, thing. Mississippi. These were are, are in Tuscaloosa. That's a horse of well, another color. Let, let me ask you this: When the last time uh, Ole Miss beat Alabama was that not in Tuscaloosa or one of those two games that they won back to back? Clearly was. 
Alabama can lose at home. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But he's I, trying to sell us his bucket, Nick. I'm, he's I'm trying to sell us his bucket. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm not I just buying like it either. Two SEC power or not powerhouses, big big. <laughs> Flagship schools playing. <laughs> Patty C still holds on to Miami as a powerhouse. Nebraska is a powerhouse. Right, Tennessee is a powerhouse. Right. I still like watching right. them. I, it brings back memories. Okay. Hey, well, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. What? I like tradition, Colby. I'm sorry you would rather watch a competitive game between Pee Wee football teams Easily. than a 15 <laughs> yeah. point game uh, a between football SEC team. powerhouses. How about, how about Air Force Academy? The the people that lay it down for our country. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Now, now you just need to realize. First off, Rich. I mean, you know, Bill Parcells was once a coach at Air Force. <laughs> all right, Joe Gibbs and John Madden were once at San Diego State. That was in I dare you shit on them. All right, Marshall Falk. All and right, they're our gal. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I, you try to shit on them? You're kidding me. Um, you lived in San Diego, Patty. Yeah, you you no good well, sack I, of to, 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 to jump on. To you jump ever live in Knoxville? Yeah. I have not lived in Knoxville, but I bet there's a bunch of hot ass bitches. Probably not as good as San Diego, though. But um, no. well, which is why I actually think your point earlier is valid, is because they don't give a fuck about San Diego State. Uh, they they gave a little bit of a fuck about the Chargers back then when I was living down there. A little bit. Sell out. Well, fans, you got to remember the San journey that San Diego no State love. was on, though, man. They weren't even in the Mountain West at one point. They were in the WAC before that. Like it's it's been a a growing process yeah. here. Oh, they've come yeah. a long way. They've come a long way, and 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 Brady Hoke and and Rocky Long have really got this program in good shape. And Hoke's recruiting higher, better than they've ever have right now. A brand so, new stadium catered to what? Their expectations should be. I think it's well. You know what? Fuck it. I got to play the game here. Then Air Force, Air Force. uh, This is in Colorado Springs, though. So San Diego State at Air Force. I will not let Patty C get away with this. I'm playing this right here. Nick, what do you like about San Diego State at Air Force? Well, you mentioned it when we were talking about the previous game that it should be a close matchup. You know, and you know, on the road, San Diego State better watch out. Air Force better at home. It's going to be competitive. Uh, much more competitive than Bama, Tennessee. So uh, I, I I had it at 24, where I had Tennessee, Bama at 28. You know, well but I, 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 I had this get... further back, but I'm sneaking this in here because we're talking so much about it that I feel like it sure. needs to be right next to Tennessee, Alabama, because it's it's a better game. You know, <laughs> I agree. I have it ranked higher. Yeah, I mean, look, you got the whole San Diego. You know, all the military down in San Diego. They're coming up to coming up to uh, Colorado Springs. It's a good little mountain rest or West rivalry here. So I like this one Two of the, I look Troy Calhoun's an unbelievable coach at air force. Love what he does. Um, and I think both these teams will be bowling at the end of the day. So but let's be honest here. Any, any game that we're going to bring up now, we're probably not watching, you know, from start to finish. It's probably one of those games where I beg to differ. You, you might be monitoring it. You know, if it's tight, you might switch over in the fourth quarter, but here is where this week shows its true colors and the colors are not very good. Got, it's a lot of shitty games. I got a few out there that, that have caught my eye that you're sleeping on right now. Oh, you're God. sleeping on one and Nick, it's your pick, but I, I already know what he's going to say. Yes. It's a flag right. game. <laughs> uh, this game does not interest me at all, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna take it anyway. <laughs> where are you going? Dude, remember our buddy Gerard one time in a fantasy draft. He was a big Giants fan, and he drafted Ron Dane. But the way he said it, he's like, he's like, shit, give me Ron Dane. It was like the least it's energetic like, pick ever. Well, it's <laughs> like he knew that was going to be a bad pick because it was yeah. a bad pick. Right? He was pissed taking the pick when he did, and and th- that's my feeling right here because I'm t- I'm going to go Wisconsin at Purdue. 
Yeah. It's going to be a noon Eastern time tip. It's going to be a boring ass game. <laughs> you have uh, to take it though, because it's like the I, quality of the dude, teams. Dude, yeah. I would exactly. much rather watch Wisconsin, Purdue than Tennessee, Alabama. True. Agreed. I have ranked higher, you know, but I, I didn't know this until I did some research, but Wisconsin has won 14 in a row. Wow. You got to go all the way back to 2003. The last time Purdue won. So maybe, maybe, you know, at home. Yeah. Let, let maybe me, Colby's Colby's been trying to sell us on those boilermakers. Yeah. They're going to make a bowl that you said it too, though, chief. All right. Uh, Purdue sucks. And look, Wisconsin, this game will probably be over by the second quarter, just like Alabama, uh, no, Tennessee, but let me, let me ask you this, game, is, this, game, this game will be much tighter. Hasn't, hasn't, uh, Tennessee lost to LSU on a heartbreaker. Didn't Tennessee beat Georgia on a Hail Mary recently? <laughs> Didn't doesn't Tennessee sometimes hang with Florida? These are not Alabama's, but they're not that far. Tennessee <laughs> is capable. Is Alan Cooley paying you to say this? Yeah, what's going on here, man? Something something's definitely look, P- the P- Purdue Purdue is going to be solid this year. They're going to be solid. I don't know if they're they're going to be a contender in the Big Ten West. Is Jeff Brom paying you to say this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, are you guys some kickbacks? Let's right. let's just see. I want to see what Purdue has done against Wisconsin lately. Did they play last year? They got canceled because Wisconsin's a bunch Nick of cowards. Said they they've lost fourteen years in a row. I term. know, but as long as it's a close game, that that's half the battle here, Patty C. Look, okay, forty five twenty four nineteen. That was a blowout. Uh, that was a bad Purdue team though. Let's go to 18 where they were Purdue w- made a bowl. They uh, 47, 44 in overtime. This is exactly my point. This is a much better game. All right. Give me the boy. This is, this is where it deserved to be. Who's the wide receiver that Rondell Moore is not walking through that door. Buddy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, guess what? Peyton Manning's not walking through that door at Tennessee. All right? Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I didn't even realize when I went down that Ron Dane angle that he played for Wisconsin. So I'd all tied in there. Boom. Oh, jeez! Nice. I've never told you you're a few sandwiches short of a picnic. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Cause I thought that was specifically the, the angle. <laughs> I wrote Wisconsin Purdue when he mentioned, when he mentioned Ron Dane, um, <laughs> anyway, pick 18 Patty C it's on you. Ay, ay, ay. Oh boy. Look, you got a good one up there that I think probably has to be the choice. Um, I mean, come on. There's a couple that Nick's statement's not correct. I'm going to watch every snap of a couple of these. There's a couple good ones out West. Yes, there are yes. a couple good ones out West. In fact, I think we're sleeping on the fact that we think BYU is going to regress here. Yes. And this was a team that was potentially the best team Dude, in the country. We last are year. sleeping on this game. Yeah, this game should be are. higher up. It really should. I mean, uh, Rolovich did a great job in year B- one. He's going BYU at Washington state is the picnic in Pullman. Yes. Continue on Patty C. Yeah. BYU last year. Like we, like we said, had an amazing, amazing run there. Obviously uh, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson's, Wilson's gone, not yeah. coming back, but I think Sataki's got it rolling the whole, I mean, that was not a one man. He's a good team. coach, man. He's he a good is. coach. Yeah. He is. And they, they play good football and Washington state has been up for a while now. And Rolovich is continuing what uh, Leach was able to establish there. So look, in terms of quality of football, pretty damn good game. And I think the this, fact that there's a little bit of geographical relevance to this potentially even for a rivalry, if they were to play more. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. I, this is what I want to probably watch every snap. Maybe it's the wazoo connection. Maybe well, it's cause wazoo. I love wazoo since yeah. I was a kid, but uh, I I'm excited to watch this one. This will probably be a night game. So I'm going to be all on board. Nick's going to be asleep. That's why you hate it on this game. All right. <laughs> so it, it made my top 15, but you're right. This game screams like 11 PM Eastern time kick. 
So I, unfortunately I'll catch the highlights uh, the next morning, <laughs> but uh, it should be an interesting game here. I, I like the game. You know, I just wish it was probably going to be at a earlier time. So I could watch it. I will say it's a second of back-to-back road tips, road trips for BYU. So be careful BYU. Cause uh, Wazoo is a tough place to win. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, this game's great. This game is this. fucking great. This is better than the past five games we picked. Well, let me, let me say this too. BYU's schedule has traditionally been murderous, right? Yeah. Uh, it isn't this year. We saw what it was, what they did when it wasn't murderous last year. Like, and we saw what it, uh, what they did when it wasn't murderous uh, under Bronco Mendenhall. They would be a 10, 11 wins uh, team most years. And then the schedule got a little harder and they started becoming like an eight, nine win team. Uh, but now this schedule is very manageable. Um, they could be coming into this game with one one loss. I mean, they get their hardest games. They get Utah at home. They get Arizona State at home. Those are still hard games. They get though, Boise dude. at home. They the are schedule hard is still ridiculous. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, but it's not like they're having to go on the road to USC. You know, they they, they, they do, do it. They do have to the go year, to USC, but not at this <laughs> <laughs> not not at this point in the season. I would words. argue it, this schedule is ridiculous. It's not like they have to go to Green Bay and play and play the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. I just think this team may be like. Six and one at this Dude, point of the season. Look at the schedule: Arizona Power Five, Utah Power Five, Arizona State Power Five, uh, Baylor Power Five, Washington State Power Five, Virginia Power Five, USC Power Five. Then when you ch- look at the mid majors they're playing uh, at Utah State, Utah State. If you throw out last season, they're a bowl team every year, right? Boise State is a Power Five team essentially on the Group of Five ranks. Then you add in Georgia Southern who makes a bowl every year, a triple option team. Yeah. At Georgia Southern too. And South Florida is the one real, I guess, shit team besides, uh, besides the FCS team in Idaho state. Even them are not bad in the FCS. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think it's a hard schedule. It's a tough schedule, but I really feel like uh, their schedule before had been like impossible. Yeah, they had made it really, really hard on themselves for several years in a row, and so now maybe with a slightly more manageable schedule, they can emerge as another ten-win team consistently. We'll see. We will see, but uh, I do think the game deserves to be played here. It actually deserves to be a lot higher, in my opinion. So that, that's a that's a really good game. I thank you. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and receive a special offer up to a five hundred dollars risk free sports bet. Yes. Terms and conditions do apply. Get the details at WinBet.com. That's W Y N and Bet.com and download the app today. All right, guys. It's back to me. All right, pick 19 and I still have a game or two that I really want to watch guys. And I know you'll disagree with me here NC Nick, but I am taking you to Corvallis, Utah. No, no I agree. Good. Pick. Okay. Utah at Oregon state. This game is just seems like a boatload of fun to me. Um, I, I think it's a dangerous game for Utah. We hit on, they don't play a lot of tough away games this, this season, right? I think USC and Oregon state are probably the two, two of the bigger ones. And Oregon State, I don't even think they think is a big one. But trust me, you go to this Corvallis. This is probably going to be at like uh, 11, 11 p.m. kick for for you on the East, Nick. And this game screams trap game for me. The, well, you damn straight, it's going to be close. I mean, at home last year in Salt Lake City, Utah only won thirty to twenty four, and the Beavers are coming off a bye. So mm. I am 
right with you. Watch out for the upset here. This is this is a trap game, man. This is a true trap game. Unfortunately, I watch. I I, I think Utah is going to be in position to win the Pac-12 South before this game, and this is going to be the one that costs them. And then you're going to see UCLA or USC in the Pac-12 championship because of this loss. I could see that. Patty C, what do you think of this game? Uh, I still haven't completely bought into Oregon State, but I will acknowledge that you know I have to do a little more studying on them. But I, I think you guys have both been uh, a little ahead of the curve on their reemergence as a, a respectable program here, and uh, they have a couple tough games on the schedule prior to this. Uh, obviously, at USC, hosting Washington, and then going to Pullman. L- but l- last year, Oregon State went went they had a bad season two and four. They lost their starting starting quarterback to a torn ACL mid season, but three of their four losses by uh, six points or less. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think they are improving and should they be able to pull off? I mean, going to Purdue, who do you favor right off the bat in that? That game is going to be wild. I can't wait to watch that. These, one, these are two of Colby's sleepers. <laughs> well, so. I just think both offenses are going to be firing, F- like firing. Uh, I, I would favor because it's at Purdue, I would favor Purdue. But if this was in Corvallis, I would take Oregon State. So is that what Oregon State has right now? Is that the the identity of their team is a, a powerful offense? Po- powerful. The defense has played a lot better too. But really, one of the things that makes me so high on Oregon State is we saw Chris Peterson when Jonathan Smith left. Yeah. That offense all of a sudden went to shit. Took it. Took a hit for sure. And Jonathan Smith, uh, to me, he, or it instantly came into Oregon State, and you could see each year them growing. Yeah. as a team. So I, I think he's a really good coach and I think he's, uh, I think we are ahead of the curve on this one. Yeah. So you, you would say Oregon state, probably the identity is balanced, but with uh offense being what's going to win yes. them their games. Yes. Quarterback play. I mean, obviously they, they beat Oregon last year, the team that won the PAC 12 allegedly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Despite not winning their own yes. division. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all that to say uh, at Purdue, Hawaii at home, Idaho at home at USC, Washington at home and at Washington state. Should they w- like win one of those three pack 12 games just, uh, and then win their non-conference slate, they'd be four and two, maybe five and one coming into this game. And then Utah, like you said, uh, perennial contenders in the pack 12 South. So yeah. actually some, some title implications here in a game. You wouldn't normally expect them to have it. I, I love that. I love this, this play anyway, pick 20, Nick, it's on you. Where are you going? Uh, this is where it gets a little tough. All right. I will take a page out of your book and go with the big 12 matchup just because I think it could be close and fun and competitive. And sometimes these big 12 matchups get kind of wacky in the fourth quarter. A lot of points are scored. Kansas state at Texas tech. Yes. Big 12. Nick. There we go, man. (laughs) See, I'm not hating anymore. Uh, I mean, Kansas state, I think it's a better team, but not by that much. And it's a road trip to Lubbock. So this one could be fun. It could be competitive. This is another one that I will, if it's on, I'd probably watch every It's tough to drum up a storyline for this one, but (laughs) both of these teams (laughs) are capable. I told you this, man, we talked TCU West Virginia. To me, there's only three sleepers in the big 12 TCU West Virginia. The third one is K state K state. Everyone looks at them from last year. When they had all those players out, go back the year before when they won eight games and climb into two and zero against Oklahoma. I should add. Yeah, 
I I think K State's better than what people realize right now. What do you, what are the tiers of the Big Twelve? Is it Oklahoma and then I think a Iowa bunch State of is starting to oh, yeah. starting to push into the top tier. Iowa State is tier two right now, just behind yeah. Oklahoma. I think four straight bowl games. So yeah. yeah, I think they're kind of on their own. Maybe maybe with Oklahoma State as tier yeah. two. Yeah, I'd say Texas tier, is right there. Yeah, I think those three are tier two. Okay, and then below that you have West Virginia, which which is pushing for tier two. Yeah, K State. And uh, and TCU and TCU and Texas maybe no, and you know what? That, Baylor needs to be in there yeah, too. Baylor. Yeah, so it's a competitive conference. I don't know why NC Nick hates the Big Twelve so much. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but he took a play here on K State Texas Tech. I like this game. I remember this is actually, I believe, the first Big Twelve game that I ever saw played uh, with Byron Hansbard against uh, Michael Bishop and company. So oh, I thought you meant in person for a second. I was like, what? no, 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 no. Okay. I was 12 um, years old and yes. I traveled to fucking uh, yeah. Lubbock. Took a bus. <laughs> um, uh, all right, Patty. I mean, Patty C pick 21. Where are you going? Oh boy. Okay. There, there are some games that have some personal significance for me here. Um, but I'm going to go with a big 10 matchup that I don't think is getting much love. And I'm going to take a flyer on it. I don't think it's potentially. Don't try to sell me this bucket of Loxley. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not giving you a lot. I'm giving you a much more. Proven, that's right. I'm giving you Bielma who has went to the Rose bowl three times with his Wisconsin, you know, and you got the sleeping giant. I think that if uh, it was in champagne, maybe, but I guess, I mean, we're at this point where it where yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. any game that you that you bring up you can poke holes at right now. Right, right, right. Exactly. I mean Penn State clearly the favorite, but look, uh I think and I, I could be full of shit here. I don't actually know what the fuck I'm talking about here, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh the, some of these systems take a little a few years to establish, whether it be the triple option or you gotta get your guys in there, you know, the air raid, what have you. I think Brett Bielema smash mouth football, if you got the guys year one it can fucking work, you know? And so if he's, if, if they got some horses down there that we don't know about, maybe they just come in and smack. I mean, Penn state fucking sucked ass last year. So this could, it would be easy to see the tide turn. If this fucking, this guy plays Alabama, Tennessee, and then Illinois Penn state, Nick, huh? Let me ask you this before last year. Do you think anyone thought uh, Indiana Penn state was a respectable game? I, I, I actually thought it could because Indiana made a bowl the year before. Well, they, Fuck you! Yeah, you ruined my Illinois. Point there. Illinois sucked they last year. They don't call him TMZ Pat for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God! I mean, Dick Buckus is not walking through that door. Oh, for the Illinois you got Pat. Wake Forest Army. Is that? Is hey, that you're the Army fan. I thought you would play that one. Well, Wake isn't exactly. I understand we're at this point. Maybe this is a good game. All right, I feel like this one probably should make the top thirty. So, all right, I'll give you a little bit of credit there. All right, I appreciate it. I, I do think there was a better game or two, but you, you'll see in a second. Nick, uh, Illinois, Penn State. Do you want to mention anything else? Not really. <laughs> let's admit. Let's, let's, wait. Let, let me ask you this, Nick. You were, there was a time when you were a Penn State fan. Has that day, I was. Has that day passed? It has. Well, you know, so, I think right, a big so story of molesting mentioned. children might might, yeah, that, might make yeah, anyone not be a yeah, fan. Yeah. So back, I remember when I was a kid. I don't know how old. Eight years old or something watching like on a little, like six inch TV <laughs> in my bedroom, watching this pins. I think it was Penn state Notre Dame. And I, and you know, I, I saw Penn state do a drive of all runs, no passes. And for some reason I was like, man, that's pretty cool. No, and no. I just started following Penn state well, and they're on for some reason. And our, our older brother is a Notre Dame fan because that's how I became a Colorado fan is, is 
Colorado was playing Notre Dame in the national championship. And, and <laughs> as a brotherly rule, you can't root for the, what your brother's rooting See, I'm for. I'm glad you get it. Yeah. So I had all of a sudden, and I hadn't watched any college football yet. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm diving into Colorado. Yeah. That's my team. They just beat Jared. Yeah. It. It's naturally so. it's inherent for some people, right? Like, that's like the Jordan fan that I can't fucking stand. <laughs> it, hey, if you were born, if you didn't see like, if you were born in 1983 or later, Hello? right? You play to, to win, win the, the game. game. I'm right. sorry. Continue on. Yeah. If you were born in 1983 or later, your first recollection of Michael Jordan was an NBA champion. You're not allowed to start liking him at that point. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, you don't like someone that's already made it. Well, yeah. the, the key is to not like the NBA anymore, buddy. Uh, right. uh, let's move along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but pick 22, uh, this is back on me and I'm going to take you to, uh, I'm going to take you. Okay. I'm going to take you to Louisville, Kentucky, where look, this is a better game. This is a better game than some other ones out there. Nick, look with Jeff Halfley had a winning season year one. I like what he's doing at BC Satterfield. If you take away this crazy COVID year had an eight win uh, year, the year prior at Louisville, when they were projected to be horrible, he has a lot of success at app state. I believe in Satterfield. I like his quarterback situation. This is a huge game for the cards. Uh, and and I think a big game for Boston College. It might be they got Jerkovic back at quarterback. So this is a good game. This is better than Illinois, Penn State. This is better than Tennessee, Alabama. All right, Boston College, Louisville. I know it. I makes actually you, looked at that one too. I like yeah, it too. It's a good game. It's a, this one. I expect to be like a good game in the fourth quarter. Sign me up for BC at Louisville. Nick, your thoughts. Look, I'm an ACC guy, but I don't want to put too much lipstick on a pig here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's gonna be close, but come on. I mean, it's a pretty boring game here. It's gonna get lost in the shuffle on a Saturday, even on a week <laughs> slate for a Saturday. It's gonna get lost in the shuffle. But sure, you're flipping around trying to catch a close game towards the end. You you know you you can watch some, but come on, BC Louisville. <laughs> well, well, let me say this: uh, BC is kind of like West Virginia. Uh, here's a stat here that you guys might not realize. How so? Uh, <laughs> Boston College has missed a bowl three seasons since 1998. Oh, that's so they're a like, fucking consistent team. Yeah, annually average. <laughs> annually average. You're gonna get eight wins out of Boston College on average. I would say. <laughs> I don't know six. about eight. Well, I think it's, it's six to seven yeah. now. But uh, uh, last four years, seven and six, seven and six, seven and five, six and seven. So. Well, what what Halfley has done? Adazio was a mess. They never, they never had good quarterback play. They couldn't kick an extra point to save their fucking life. What Halfley's done? He got Jerkovic, who's I've seen on NFL radars for for the draft next year. Boston College used to be quarterback. You, Tim Hasselback, Matt Hasselback, Glenn Foley, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan Doug Flutie, uh, Mark Hartzell. Shout out to Mark Hartzell, Nick. Get in on that, Brian St. <laughs> Pierre. Right, he played for the Steelers. All right, this program used to pump out quarterbacks. Maybe they're going back to it. I think this game's going to matter. We made the case that Louisville could be a sleeper in the uh, Atlantic. And I think NC state can make that case too. So I think this one could be more important than we realize at, at the moment. Let me say this too. There was a time when Boston college had some Irish coaches. Yeah, Coughlin, Coughlin yeah. Henning, O'Brien. Right. And then they started getting a little crazy with the Italians. 
Spaziani, Jagazinski. Jagazinski, they they fired him for taking a fucking interview with the Bucks. What an, he was a good coach. Yeah, I don't even. They think deserve that. I think that's failure. Like Norwegian yeah. or whatever. They need to go back and hire a, a or a Duffy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Halfley's close enough, so I think they're pointed back in the right direction. Away from seven wins, closer to eight wins. That's the that's the uh, spectrum that Boston College falls within. So uh, I would love to see BC come up, man. They need to come back. Well, they were in the ACC championship like three straight times, losing. To tech or two straight times at least losing the tech. I mean, the ACC has just been trash for so long. It has been trash. <laughs> they go, uh, BC went to three straight. Well, they were number two in the country under Matt I Ryan. Remember, there, I remember but, that was some fun games versus Virginia Tech. That, oh, was, that, was, that was fucking yeah. awesome yeah. rivalry. Uh, but all that is, I think Louisville is an actual like uh, sleeper in the Atlantic. So this game, I don't yeah. know if Boston College is going to come up a little. I can't imagine them actually being a threat in the Atlantic just yet. Maybe. Um, but I think it'll be a bowl team this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, both these teams will be bowl <laughs> 20, teams. 20, 20 out of the last 23 years. They have been. So you're really going out on a limb there. All right. <laughs> pick 23 NC Nick. Where are you going? All right. If you guys want to talk about average to below average ACC games, we'll just keep it going. Georgia tech at UVA, <laughs> uh, Jeff Collins, third year, I think maybe yeah. fourth year, yeah. third year. What? Do, yeah. Third year. And what do you think? Like it's funny. Real money. Kramer was asking me, he's like, Colby, is Georgia tech due for a good year this year? And I go, I think they're still one year away. Cause Sims was a, yeah. a freshman that only played like five games last year. He's talented. And he just struggled at passing so yeah. much. He's a runner. He's an athlete. But I, th- I kind of like the trajectory of the program though. I think Collins is bringing in good people. I think, I, I think they could make a step here. A yeah, baby step. Yeah. <laughs> a bowl game would just be enough. Just get to, just get to six or seven wins and you're good. I'm it's not sure I'm get sold. Six. I'm not sold on them yet either, but I'm just saying the little things that I've noticed, they got some talent. They beat you. Patty C tries to sell us on Florida state. Georgia tech beat Florida state last year. All right. There you go. <laughs> what did Georgia What was their record last year? Georgia. They weren't very good. All right. I feel like they didn't, they <laughs> shit the bed <laughs> they, against they lost uh, to Clemson by like 60. Didn't they shit the bed against Louisville or was that the game? Louisville shit the bed against them. Uh, something happened in that game. They beat Pitt last year. Georgia tech did. I mean, I'm telling you Georgia tech was actually better. Like th- they have shown some signs of coming to life here. They're incredibly young starting at last year. They, they purposely went out and started a guy that was in high. He was 18 years old, man. Yeah. So they're only going to get better. You look at last season. Um, yeah. They, they, they only won two games and they got blown out of a lot. All right. So and let's look, UVA is not like a dominant team here. This could be a game. Yeah, it could be yeah. a game. Uh, Jeff Collins born in Georgia and repping Atlanta. You know, that, that is a recruiting strategy that might uh, get them going, but Virginia Barranco. I'm glad you brought this one up, Nick, because I wish I could have gotten to this one. It, it, it shames me a little time, a bit every time I don't bring UVA up, but uh, look, UVA won the coastal two years ago. Fuck anyone who thinks that they, they almost beat no, well, they're the last coastal champion. That's true. Last year. They are the defending a, yeah, yeah. coastal champions. Good point. And uh, how did UVA get to do that in basketball? They were like defending champions for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> and in football, they're defending coastal champions for yeah. two years. We flex our banners twice as hard. We're like, uh, what is it? <laughs> Fucking uh, kingpin. We do everything uh, one and a half times more. Um, I don't know. This game's going to suck, but UVA hopefully will win and it will push us closer to that ACC coastal crown, only to get s- smacked by Clemson again. Yeah, there you go, man. All right, pick twenty-four, Patty C. It's on you. Where are you going? Oh boy. Oh, okay. So that one's off the fucking radar. You know what? I'm beating you guys to the punch again. In case you had that idea, 
FCS. FCS Pat <laughs> is on the radar. Uh, Dude, this is a great week for FCS football. It is. It is. A good I, I, when I cl- quickly glanced at it, I saw three or four big time matchups. Um, where are you going? Where else am I going? You're going to Delaware, aren't you? I'm taking your fucking blue hens to the hen house, <laughs> and I'm J- going to be the fox gobbling that ass up. JMU at Delaware. Look, this is a nice play because both these teams were in the final four in the FCS playoffs. That means both these teams probably would be bowl teams in 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 the FBS, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what do you think of JMU at Delaware? Like looking at the FBS schedule here, I have no problems dipping into the FCS ranks. <laughs> it's a good game, and what else you got here, you know? Yeah, and the Blue Hens are going to make a statement. This is where they take over the reins of the CAA. Two of the better defenses in all of FCS yeah. football. Yeah. So expect a slugfest here. Uh, and and I saw I think both quarterbacks coming back, both experienced quarterbacks coming back. Maybe a national championship preview, or yeah, certainly could at be. least a playoff. Preview. Could be. Uh, like this play. Okay, uh, pick twenty five. I want to tell you guys though first that the college experience, yes, the college experience, way too early week eight preview is brought to you by Coors Light. Look, you ever feel like you're always on? What do you need to do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get, you know, ready for what's next? These days, everything's a go, go, go. You know, it's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, f- you know, family, a million pressing social issues and, you know, and an expectation to really be on 24 seven. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn on, turn it off and hit reset. That's when you need to reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill cold activated cans. Those things just look great, but really, I mean, this there's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill. And that is Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and the cans can even turn blue when your beer is cold. How cool is that? You know what I mean? Fuck a glow in the dark thing. You know what I mean? You got <laughs> You got a Coors Light silver bullet can, right? Do they have glow in the dark cans out there? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's your glow in the dark dodo you're yeah. talking about, Cole. <laughs> Uh, look, when you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Um, yeah, so uh, make sure you grab a silver bullet. These things are fantastic. They go down smooth. Get a get a Coors Light when you can. All right, these things are great. Um, all right, here we go. Pick twenty five, and it's on me. Only two more picks left for myself here. For each of us, I should say. Um. Guys, we're sleeping on a couple big time games out there. All right. And one of them, one of them is in Houston, Texas. The East Carolina Pirates <laughs> traveling to Houston, Texas to, to really just show up and say, hey, we are the future of the AAC. Mike, <laughs> one Houston is going to get it done in Houston. It takes a Houston to beat a Houston. All right. And so Mike Houston's going to do it. <laughs> That's definitely been said before. <laughs> Uh, ECU at Houston guys. Come on. Give me some love for this game guys. What's going on here, Nick. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fun. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see if ECU is legit or not. I mean, you've been pumping them up for a couple of years now and I don't, I, you know, there's not much to show for it. So we'll see. Yeah. It's drum got potential. One storyline about this. I, I challenge you to drum oh, up I, one compelling storyline about this. Game. Well, because I mean, is Houston going to come back to where it was Holgerson? You said it was a great hire stolen away from the big 12. Well, you know what? He's had his struggles the first couple of years. Now this is a big opportunity he's for been them. Drinking heavy, and, and, and no, the whole storyline is Colby's an ECU fan, and, <laughs> and he's been pumping them up. So it's put up or shut up time. 
they don't have to win. They have to at least play decent. I think Houston and, and Houston's a fun tagline. Yeah, Houston and Houston's a good tagline. I can see that being on the New York Times and uh <laughs> and and come on, let's not sleep on dude. I went to one of these games in Greenville when Kevin Cobb or Case no, I think it was Case Keenum threw for like 600 yards against UCU. Revenge. <laughs> make a make a long story short, we brought in a flask <laughs> all of us this thing was done. I mean, by the second quarter, this was in some dark. We had a, a t- we had like a two year stretch where we were losing. We hired a Florida defensive coordinator. John Thompson was his name and uh, we sucked. And then we went out and hired skip Holtz, but uh, we got our, we Better just times. got our ass totally destroyed by, by Houston. I was definitely puking in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> bathroom at halftime. So anyway, but I think this game's going to be good. I think he, ECU is flying under the radar. You guys know, do I need to pull up this stat guys? Do I need to go and tell you that East Carolina is bringing back 91% of their roster? 91% of what? Uh, Holton Allers shown a ton of potential. Come on, get on board like with him. the Pirates. I like their, their receiver. Help me out with his name. Well, we just brought in a Virginia tech transfer, a wide receiver. So I don't know what receiver Four you're talking star. about because we just produced these pros from Dwayne Harris. You know what I mean? <laughs> to uh, Patrick uh, Creighton to uh you know just just a slew of great wide receivers that have gone through ECU you know what i mean so uh Justin Hardy you know what I mean? stick to Chris Johnson <laughs> we are we are grasping Zay Jones how many here. how many receivers do we need to to, to name here you know what I, mean? I i can probably recall one play of any of those guys professional careers combined well that's your fault maybe you've been sitting over there having a too, few too many molsons all right <laughs> the better question about this game is i feel like you got ECU drunk versus Houston crunk. And uh, you know, the, I like that. There's some, that's pot- a headline. There's that's a headline. headline. Yeah. There's, there's some headline. potential <laughs> fan fights. That's I think the best thing about this game. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, where are we at next week? I think NC Nick is on the clock pick 26. Where are you uh, going? Well, Patty C trading those Molson's for some cold cores light. All right. <laughs> and go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I think we mentioned it earlier. Oh, man, he's going I, to that. I mean, what else is there? Maryland, Minnesota. Yeah, Watch buddy. Tua's little brother against a really good Minnesota team. It the, might be interesting. Actually, this game last year, even though Minnesota had like 30 players out, <laughs> this game went to overtime. It was pretty wild. Um, it was wild. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess think Maryland won, right? Maryland did win. And, and guess what? Yeah. They Scotty Montgomery's gone, so watch Maryland go undefeated this year and win the national oh, championship. Did he leave? Yeah, Where'd he's he go? gone. I think he's on. The, I think he's with the NFL now. I think the Colts. I think the Indianapolis Colts hired him, so fade the Colts guys. <laughs> 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 so uh, Maryland at Minnesota, <laughs> solid play, I guess. <laughs> Patty C. Ah, uh, well, look, <laughs> you guys are sleeping. Maryland has <laughs> Maryland has the uh, the poor man's uh, Golden Guido, you know. That he is a recruiting ace in his particular state. That is a model that is kind of untested when you have that level of, I mean, who else is, I mean, you got like your Jeff Collins who's from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. But who is like a monster recruiting in a particular state that has taken over as a head coach. <sighs> I, I can't know. really think yeah. of many off the top of my head. You know, you have national recruiters like Urban Meyer can go anywhere and recruit. Crystal ball, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But as far as dudes that are specifically able to just galvanize an otherwise like talented state that has always been incapable of putting a fence around it, you know, Maryland Rutgers are both, and it's funny that they're both like came into the Big Ten at the same time. Could the Big Ten East 
go far east, and mm. we see a little swing there out to the uh, coastline. But I don't think so just yet. I think Minnesota Fleck is obsessively crazy, and uh, I think they're going to roll Maryland here. Yeah, I think they are too. Uh, but still, I, I understand we're in this spot. I think I could make the case that maybe South Carolina A and M's better. Maybe a Nevada Fresno State could be better. Uh, Washington Arizona maybe I don't know. Actually, Lafayette Arkansas State could be interesting. But what, right, we got a few more picks. Yeah. Sorry, so don't uh, steal our thunder. Okay. All right, all right. Well, pick twenty-seven, Patty C. It is on you. Where are you going? Well, I am glad that it's on me because <laughs> I'm staying in the great state of Virginia. And I am taking the gobblers, the Hokies of Virginia tech hosting Syracuse. If I recall correctly, <laughs> Dino Babers, this game sucks. Dude. Dino Babers break. This <laughs> <laughs> is the worst fucking game uh, of the season. Look, Dino Babers <laughs> breakthrough moment as, as the Syracuse coach came against Virginia tech. And he made his like epic speech. They didn't think we had the heart. Blah 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 blah. Granted, that was up in fucking Syracuse, right? They're coming down to Blacksburg. I expect an ass whipping. But talk about a game that could seal a coach's fate on both sides of the equation. Dino Babers good versus point. Justin Fuente. <laughs> and that's good. Who's that gonna get fired? Bowl. That is good. I do like that angle. Who's gonna get fired? Bowl. I like it. Patty, wow. you sold me. All right. Yeah. You yeah. might watch for three minutes. I'm on board, and I'm on board. So. I mean, I guess, I guess it fits right here. No, I mean, it sucks. It sucks. It's a terrible. I, game. I think you can make the case that like South Carolina A and is probably better than that. But I mean, I I now that you brought up the coaching firing thing, I think it it kind of might be more compelling than that game. <laughs> so, well, South Carolina is going to get rolled at Texas A and M. It's halfway across the country. They have a first year coach who's never been a head coach before against A and M still beat Vanderbilt by five in college station <laughs> yeah, I was last year. Say, yeah. I mean, you never know. You yeah. never know. New quarterback. Um all right. Well, man, where am I gonna go here? Here I am. Pick twenty eight. I'm all over the place here. Uh you know what? I'm gonna play the FCS ranks. <laughs> there you go. Jacksonville State made the playoffs and, and had Zion Webb not gotten injured, perhaps they would have been able to play Delaware a lot better. Um, they're traveling to Sam Houston state to take on the reigning FCS champions. Hashtag Lux. Yeah. Jacksonville state at Sam Houston state. Sign me up. This is better than fucking Syracuse, Virginia tech. All right. (laughs) Is is my boy, Eric Schmidt coming back? Yeah, I think so, buddy. Where are you going on this? Where are you going? What do you think of this? This matchup? No, it's Sam Houston state, man. Webb versus Schmidt could be pretty, pretty nasty. It is a really good game. I agree. That, that that's an underrated game, Patty C. Certainly better quarterback playing that game than what you'll <laughs> see in Syracuse, Syracuse Tech. Tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, pick twenty nine, NC Nick. It is on you. Where are you all going? Right. We haven't mentioned this yet. Give me a little Liberty at North Texas. Mm. North Texas has a fun offense. They can you know throw the ball around the yard a little bit. Well, <laughs> that's because they got Seth Latrell, a former Mike Leach assistant, the guy who picked up the fake. The guy who dropped the fake playbook for Texas to, to to in the Red River Shootout a long time ago when Leach was the OC. Seth Latrell was his. Uh, he was the fullback of the that Oklahoma team, and he does he had him practice this. That was that the moment the that playbook. he decided to become a coach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, so he's like, not, I can do this shit. You just give him a fake playbook. And, and look, North, <laughs> North Texas, say what you want. I think last year and the year before they, they've had their struggles, but Latrell's had some success in North Texas, which is really unbelievable considering I think it's one of the hardest places to win in the country. And then you have Hugh Freeze and Liberty. 
So uh, uh, not not a horrible play here, Nick. Uh, I'm kind yeah, of on I mean, board. Liberty is a better school; they should win. But you never know a strange road trip to an unfamiliar place. Be careful, Liberty. Yeah. yeah, you want to talk about two very quality coaches? Yeah, at, at programs where it's hard to win. Yeah, you're gonna get some good coaching in this game. I mean, that alone makes it fun. You could see good coaching. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, of course you can see good coaching, Petty C. It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> That's right. So Latrell had a little step back, but obviously fucking free freeze too. Yeah. Liberty could have a really good year again. They're kind of uh, yeah. like for BYU. sure. I expect them to win double digits this year. Wow. Um all right. Pick 30. Patty C, last pick of the draft. Uh look, I see your Army Black Knights out there. I see that South Carolina AM game. There's Washington, Arizona. The, there's actually some surprisingly good FC at Northern Iowa, South Dakota State, Missouri. I was leaning toward that. Missouri State, Bobby Petrino, Road Rash face at North Dakota State. There's also a, a big showdown in the Mac, Western Michigan. Toledo. How about Colorado State, Utah State, or how about Nevada, Fresno State? That one. That one. That one could be good. Potent. Uh is Jed Fish in Washington? Did Jed Fish and Jimmy Lake have any uh, connections? I, I don't know, but I actually think that I think Fish is going to be a better hire than most. Offense think. versus defense. Yeah. There, uh, probably about as far a trip as you can make in yeah, the yeah. Uh, going Pac-12. from the rain to the to the desert. That's you know? right. Uh, no, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, Where are you going, pal? I am going. I'm going fucking Wake Forest at Army. Yeah, I think I I like this game. Contrast in styles. Wake Forest, Dave Clawson throwing the mother fucking ball around, and Army with Sam Hartman, my, right. my my guy, Jeff Munkin pounding the rock. What will give the immovable object versus the irresistible force? Uh, I don't know. Is there any more cliches we can throw? Nick, on this? what do you think of Wake Forest Army? I think it's a shitty game and it's something that's boring <laughs> as hell. <laughs> he basically yeah. Nick Nick that was a that was a great. Reenactment of essentially uh, the great the great Jerry Burns. Yeah, yeah, he, he felt like he felt like shit afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you'll feel like shit after you watch this game, right? Enough uh, gold I, dude, and black. I'm gonna watch every play of this game. This is probably gonna be a noon kick, and there's a lot. Of, this is we have already t- said this slate's not filled with a ton of great games. Well, guess what? The noon slate. This might be the best game on the noon slate. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> for all of our sake. Let's hope not. Uh, man. Uh, I, look, and I think both these teams will be bowl teams. So there's, this is compelling. This is compelling. I, right? I still rather watch wake forest army than Tennessee Bama. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do love Munkin and what has army got? Let me see uh, up to this point. They this got is. at Wisconsin the, what the week before they Ooh. get both their power fives back to back. You gotta love Army stepping up to the plate. But there this was, is in this is in West Point. This is Wake Forest making the trip to New York. Mm, interesting little road trip that maybe. I mean, when is the last time Wake played? I guess they uh, played Georgia Tech regularly. Yeah, with I'm Paul guessing Johnson, yeah. they took L's to Georgia Tech. And you know, while uh, Army's not as talented as Georgia Tech, it's probably not far behind based on Paul Johnson's lazy ass recruiting. Plus Jeff Munkin. I'm not, look. I'll say this about Army. Their backfield has some dudes, man. Uh, I, I couldn't give you their names off the top of my head, but I remember watching them and just being like, "Hey, that guy's actually like kind of kind of decent." You know, he yeah. might might get some burn at a Power Five school. Number twenty-one and number three on Army were both pretty solid. I can't. I don't know the names off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the game plays where it is. All right. That concludes our 30 round uh, or 30 pick draft for, for week eight. Um, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. If you haven't played on underdog fantasy, you have to check out 
Um, it's it's really cool. Their fantasy best ball tournaments are some of the best around, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can win a million dollars. Plus you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props for the MLB, the Emma, the NBA and more. Uh, they also have a special NBA playoff best ball tournament going on as well. So check that out. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN and don't forget to enter their best ball mania two tournament for your chance to win a million dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right, guys, here comes our upset segment. And then we're going to do our Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week um, upset special here. I'm on, I'm on the clock here. What is the upset that we are not seeing coming what is going to happen here? Um, this is actually a hard week because I feel like the obvious one here for me is UCLA to beat Oregon. All right. I think UCLA is going to beat Oregon. I think that's, that's my upset special. It's just so I don't even know how much of an upset they will be in that game. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me give you something else where then. All right. Let me take you to, let me take you to Annapolis, Maryland. Ooh. Navy going to pull the upset against Cincinnati, get it done. Very possible. All right. So Cincinnati at Navy, tough spot for Cincy. Uh, give me that as my upset special. Ooh, Navy scene. will be in my doghouse if they do that and fuck up Cincinnati <laughs> season. And you pick the you pick the wrong one, my friend. You pick the wrong one. It's Oregon State beating Utah. Oh, that one. Corvallis. That one is. That one is true. That one is. I. I. I, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Oregon State one even better. I really do. Patty C, upset uh, special number three. Where are you going? Um, well, I kind of want to see. Go to West Lafayette. <laughs> I will not. I will not give that game <laughs> or Purdue any more love. No, you said Tennessee is going to beat Bama. Please take this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, you know, is Notre money Dame, line sprinkle a little bit. <laughs> I'm not touching that shit. Is is Notre Dame USC? If, if no. USC goes to Notre Dame, that's no. not really an upset. No, that's that's even worse than my UCLA. Okay. Agreed. One. Agreed. <laughs> Georgia well, Tech, Virginia. You going to no, go against Bronco? No, I'm, I'm taking one that I would have sworn you would have taken. What's that? Clemson going to Pittsburgh. Oh, I should have oh, took that oh, one. I should have took that one. See, I, I had my mind made up on UCLA. I got all scattered. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Now comes uh, our segment. And if you're a first time listener, this is our Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week part. Well, well I don't get the rain man cold, but they're counting. Where, where Lou Holtz reminds us why, why is this game on the schedule and why should cameras not be recording this football game? Um, this week is kind of, uh, I think it's better than last week as far as shittier games. Well, there's one um, that is just yeah, there's the obvious most shitty game you can put on a football slate. Um, <laughs> well, I have obvious the f- number one pick. I have the first pick, and I am going to Tallahassee, yes. Florida. <laughs> UMass at Florida State, and Good it's God. Walt Bell, the head coach of UMass, was hired away from Florida State under Taggart. <laughs> How he got that gig, I have no idea. <laughs> like, hey, you guys suck. Can we have one of your coordinators? Yeah. Well, which is crazy was that UMass was having was starting to develop a little bit of success with Mark Whipple. They're like, no, f- you're fired. Yeah. Right? <laughs> then they go get the the shittiest, the shittiest uh, coach probably in in I'd say one of the shittiest coaches in college football. Uh, so UMass traveling to Florida State. I can see Mike Norvell just saying, guys, we need to win more games. Can you please give me a horrible team? <laughs> That's an independent, and and here we have UMass at Florida State as my as my. 
Well, well, I don't got a brain man cold, but my Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the week? Look, let me ask you this, Patty C. Is Florida State officially done? Is Norvell fired if UMass finds a way to win this game? <laughs> I hope so. He should Dark. be. <laughs> if I'm a Florida State fan and I'm a, like, how far you have fallen? Dude, Bobby Bowden, it's so insane. Like, Nick Saban has had the most unbelievable run of any coach probably ever, but he hasn't even come close to being able to put to, together as many straight top five finishes as Bowden did. They they're they're they only won two t- titles under Bowden, but as far as an absolute guarantee to be right in the title hunt at the end of the season, there's never been a higher program than Florida State. I don't think for 14 straight years, and God, they have fallen so fucking far. To even be putting this on the schedule is is got to be shameful to Florida State fans. Yeah, I mean this is ridiculous. There's going to be look, and this is going to be one in a positive light where there will be fans in the stands reading right. novels because this game's going to be fucking over by the th- by. Look what Florida well, State look, was look, the original down to is anywhere, uh, anytime g- team. You know, <laughs> now they're playing UMass. What are you going to say, Nick? I mean, it comes down to like you know that game against Jacksonville State was a little too close. <laughs> so those, those, those really good FCS schools are a little too good for Florida State here. Right. Let's let's go with UMass. <laughs> oh man, well I think they scheduled ULM uh, a couple of years ago, and ULM took them to overtime. And, yeah. and they had to right. score to take Florida State had to score to take it to overtime. Yeah, and, and then and that it, was to get the sixth win for a bowl. Berth, yeah, right? and then ULM, by the way, missed. They scored. In overtime, but missed the extra point, so that's what they lost yeah. by. Uh, man, it's that, stunning how far they've fallen. Like it, it doesn't even make sense because their recruiting is still top twenty. Well, recruiting's overrated, Patty C. You that's know? true. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, well, Patty or NC Nick, you are on the clock with your Lou Holtz. Uh, well, well, I don't got <laughs> brain man cold, but your Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week? Where are you taking us? Yeah, so I have three games on my list here, and all three in they all three have like a team in the Northeast. So there's something about the Northeast that's just really <laughs> bad at FCS football. <laughs> yeah. I'll take you Temple at USF, uh, the two really? worst teams in the American. They I, were <laughs> one and six versus zero oh and seven last year. That's a shitty game. That's a boring ass game, man. Uh, dude, I'm a little surprised. I did not have this one on my list. I did not have the look. Temple was bad last year. But I almost feel like it was one of those cases. I feel like they they weren't allowed to. There was some type of thing with the school where they could it, like it was the school did not want them to play essentially. I think, and then they kind of got thrown into this. I don't know. I, I feel like that was the case. You go back the year before, they were solid. I feel like Rod Carey sitting on a decent roster could be better than what we think they were last year. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that he played this one. I, like I, I'm not I, saying this is an attractive game, but at the same time, I think there's a lot shittier out there. I had one that was ranked higher, but I just wanted to drop that nugget. The one and six versus zero and seven. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to say this: this is a game between two of two pretty big cities in Tampa and Philadelphia, and both of these teams have basically the the city to themselves at the FBS level, and are still among the the least supported teams. Like both of these it, stadiums, Raymond James and the well, fucking uh, Jim Levitt had them supported. And then they they all they fire him just for striking a kid. <laughs> Maybe the kid deserved it. Striking. Yeah. I was just a thinking lot of, a lot of kids are pieces of shit. Let's be honest. Mike man. Leach is a fucking hero of my heart <laughs> for locking a kid in a fucking <laughs> a storage locker. I don't even know what was true in there. I know that Craig James though was the guy manipulating all that. 
But so, I know I come 100% down on uh, Leach's side here. Yeah. Yeah. Also the, those towns are pro towns, man. I don't know if you can, are going to get a whole bunch of groundswell for college football support. Yeah. Are they pro towns? I watched devil Ray or uh, not devil Ray. Yeah. Devil Ray <laughs> games. And there's like six people there. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're bucks fans. <laughs> well, now they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> give, them, give them a losing season and that, that stadium well, will be empty again. It's kind of like San Diego. It was too nice outside. Too many hot women, too many good strip clubs, <laughs> too many retirees. <laughs> Uh, okay, Patty C, you're Lou Holtz. What the fuck game well, of the week? Well, well I don't got a brain man cold, but <laughs> oh god, I don't know. Look, I'm just gonna put a game that had to be scheduled, but it's going to be just as ugly as it possibly could be. Oklahoma at Kansas. Don't sleep on my guy Lance Leopold. <laughs> don't sleep. Look, I'm I'm telling you this right now, oh, and I, I I know I'm not supposed to. I know I'm not supposed to talk because we're gonna. Smash the over, Kansas's win totals. It's at one. He's going to be one and zero. They're going to beat South Dakota. Uh, don't sleep on Lance Leopold. Wow, there it is. Win right. your money now. Now I will Before say I don't think they're ready for Oklahoma yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely think they're going to be one and zero. So you would. You, I would say stranger yeah. things have happened, but I would say nothing has ever happened that would be that strange. I'm surprised you took this over Arkansas Pine Bluff at Arkansas. Well, I won't be at watching least it's that. in state. Okay, New Mexico State at Hawaii. That's boring. Yeah. That made I was going to say Middle Tennessee at UConn. Well, Ooh, I bad. actually think Buffalo at Akron is 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 probably the worst, right? Besides, I guess. besides now, UMass, all these games state. are just like. <laughs> all right, let me let me say this. Give me this Oklahoma Kansas thing. At least there's some rivalry there. Now, how many? Uh, this you ask me every week why I fucking don't appreciate the MAC. Did a single MAC team make our list this week? We, uh, was there any interest in any Mac team? Well, I had this, I, I had this on this list. I didn't, we didn't draft it, but Western Michigan Toledo, I think could be a, go, a really good game this yeah, week. It's true. It's true. So I had that. And I also had Miami, Ohio against ball state, the reigning two Mac champions going head to head against each other. These should have been on our list. Yeah. Didn't have enough time to get them in. All right. Maybe at pick 32, there pick 32. Go. They would have been <laughs> picked on D. Maybe, don't stop. Maybe we should make it a three hour pod. Yeah, and do, uh, <laughs> 30 picks. Maybe we can do it after this. We'll just go through our Mac games of our, our top Mac games of, of each, there of each week. Uh, guys, uh, if you're a first time listening to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division, one college basketball and college football game, but make sure you subscribe to the college football experience. And then make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience, brand new feed. We used to do it all on one. Well, guess what? Now we're talking college football on college basketball year round on both feeds. Check it out. Me, Patty C NC Nick here. Been over 500 handicapping both sports for four years. Now, every game, every division, one game, basketball and football. And we're way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. Look, we don't charge for picks. We don't, we won't charge for picks. And uh, look, the only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some kind things about us. We'd, we'd really appreciate it. Oftentimes sponsors have told us it's very essential that they see people talking about the product they're about to invest in. So who knows? Maybe you leave a comment and next thing you know, some company like Kirby vacuum or something gives us a bunch of money to talk about their, their, um, their device, their high sucking abilities. Yes. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, please, if you can, if you do that, take a screenshot or take some type of photo of your review and, uh, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. It's a heck of a good deal. So you got to do it at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. 
Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow as well. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. Give us all a follow and make sure you follow the Sports Gambling Podcast as well at DSGP Network. Check out all of our stuff Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. A lot of fun. Instagram, Sports Gambling Podcast, TikTok, all that shit. We're there. We're funny. It's, it's a lot of great entertainment. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, do that. All right, guys, this is the week eight, way too early edition of the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.